Thank you, Father, for this day, for this bless, for all your blessings, Lord. Thank you for this study, Lord. And, and Lord, as we read your word, Lord, just um, open it up to us, Lord. Reveal yourself to us through it, Lord, and, and um, speak to us and let us speak from the heart. Or speak from the heart, Lord, and, and what you plan in our heart, Lord. Not ours, not our words, but your words, Lord. We just thank you, Father. And while we're while we're at it, Lord, we want to lift up um, um, Orlando, Lord, and um, he can't be here tonight, but uh, we want to lift up his surgery on Monday, Lord, and, and just keep it in prayer, Lord, and um, all those others struggling, Lord. Um, Angie comes to mind, Lord, and we lift mm, her up, Lord. My plan. And, and, and Mary Jane's plan. And Leah, who's not feeling well tonight, Lord, and um, Lord, just all of us, Lord, we just, uh, just lift them all up to you, Lord, and, and pray that you just touch and meet the needs, Lord, and heal, Lord, where healing is needed, Lord, and um, just provide where provision is needed, Lord, and we just thank you, Father, and praise you, Lord, in Jesus' name we pray, amen. 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 Welcome, Community Christian Church. You're supposed to do that before you pray. Supposed to be an intro. Hey, that's not me. Yeah, that door's closed, right? We don't want no kitties inside. Nah, it's it's wide open. Just kidding. <laughs> that's right. Did you kill the coon? Oh. in the backyard for a few days. I just want to see some. Midway, though, with its legs hanging on each side. Oh, wow. And then I tried to shoo it away because my husband was under a truck on the ground. A raccoon from around stood up, hissed at me, showed me his teeth in closet, and I went, you're on your own, Jim. <laughs> right when a raccoon shows fierceness, that's when you're gone. You know what? I don't now blame I heard, you. Now I heard when a possum does that to you, they, they don't bite. They just do it for a show. Oh, you just have to use don't your be afraid. flash. A, yeah. a raccoon will mess you yeah, up. A raccoon will mess <laughs> you up, but a possum just grab it by its tail. <laughs> they don't. Possum will free. Like we had one frozen on our oh, they, porch yeah, they for three dead. hours one night. <laughs> I'm like, would you move on, you know, with they, the broom? They play possum. Yeah. <laughs> Have to do, but I think if they're cornered, they'll bite you. We all are online, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. okay, we're talking about possums and raccoons. Right. Who don't like a good possum? <laughs> <laughs> I can't say that I've ever eaten a possum. I think that one's Angie, Dad. Or Mike and Laura. Oh! Oh, hi! Mikey! Mikey! Mikey. All right. Just Mike. Yeah, Mike. Mm -hmm. Here, you can sit right here. Come on. We share a mic on like uh, what Matt does. <laughs> Back and forth. <laughs> All right, here we go. We're in Jonah. Continuing on in Jonah. Jonah. Yeah, I'm so sorry for doing that. No worries. We're in Jonah because uh, Jacob Ruthiel and Pastor Matt aren't going to be here. So, we at least need one of them to continue the Romans. 
much more dinner. It's so good. Why didn't you eat? She offered. <laughs> she offered. You didn't want nothing. I already know. Yeah. Why? Who are the next two? It is oh, next to Obadiah, Obadiah Nahum, Amos, and Ezekiel. It's after Ezekiel. It's between Obadiah and Micah. It's right after Amos. Right after Obadiah. Jonah 3. We're on, on number 3. All right. Man, you got a small one. It's not even a page. Mine takes 3. Oh. Um. But, so do you want to recap? Recap. <laughs> we already know that... Uh, <laughs> he ran away. Right? <laughs> he ran away. Um, the Lord called him to go visit this wicked place um, called Nineveh. And then he, of course, is maybe in fear and disobedience. He decided to run away from the Lord and try to hide from him. And so he ended up on a ship. On the ship, he ended up sleeping and getting woken up in the middle of a great storm where the ship was about to break apart. And then they asked him why his or who his God was doing this or um, who's doing this. And so he told them. And next thing you know, is he tells him to throw him overboard to settle the sea. They did. <laughs> yep. And so then as he's drowning down into the depths of the sea and hits the bottom of the sea, um, God, he c cries out to the Lord and God saves him and now he's in this belly of a fish. Mm -hmm. And then he's praying to the Lord, talking about everything that he, as we could see, Jonah 2 is a, a whole summary of all his prayer for that three days. And then mm -hmm. um, then he gets vomited back up onto the shore after he okay, spit, spit up at, onto the shore. <laughs> the word's vomited. I'm just, I quote the way the Bible says it, sorry. <laughs> He was puked up. And the Lord ordered the fish to spit up Jonah on the beach. Oh, you guys Oh, mine says, oh. mine literally says vomited. Mine but, says vomited. Um, okay. Okay, but spit up onto the beach. And then um, that's where we left off is now he's on, back on the beach. Where um, he caught the bomb. Um, well, we that's what a lot of people believe is especially Matt because when the Lord calls you, mm -hmm. you end up finding yourself back into the beginning of where he called you. Yes, I believe that too. Oh, very much so. So that's pretty much where we're at is now he's back at the beginning, right where he should have just decided to go. And dad brought something up today is, uh, as we're going to read, I believe he's already going to mention it. He's probably already mm -hmm. thinking about it. Um, but Nineveh isn't that close either. So just keep that in mind. And it was what? Not that close. A long ways away. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's actually it's actually a modern day um, Iran. Oh, I have and, a little. And, and it's up the it's up the Tigris and Euphrates. It's it's upstream of Babylon, so it's a little a ways up. And that be King James. Oh, say. Oh. <laughs> so you could think it's about. 12, 1,200 miles. Wow. My book has the same maps, I think. It's around about 1,200 miles between where he's at currently. It shows it right here as well. 
Nineveh. Tarshish. Oh, okay. so Jerusalem's Tarshish is right next to Nineveh. And this is where near it's Nineveh. This, the boat. Yeah, but sorry, we can't long. show you guys online. Yeah, look at him. Yeah. You should be here. Oh, right. <laughs> Nineveh. Nineveh. So, yeah. It says Paul's the missionary journey. That's actually pretty cool. So Paul the man of Jesus. Uh, probably one. Yeah, and he tried to get away from the Yeah, crazy. Crazy. Thank you. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I was really curious, so I looked it up the today. Pictures. Yeah, you probably don't have it then. If if you have the if you have the one that shows the patriarchs. Oh the wait, first then one. that first one. So Nineveh's over, uh, over here. Uh, Oh yeah, I see it right, right there. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's Nineveh, and then <laughs> that's a long way. Where he got spit up was oh, still was, yeah on this side. It's a no. tire or no, something. It's huh. on the sea over here, but near Joppa. Right here. Yeah, right, right around there. Hmm. It's really small writing. Yeah, <laughs> really small. The small writing says, I believe, something about Jonah. Jonah. Nineveh and Tarshish represented at opposite ends of the Mediterranean. Oh, says it right here. So yeah, it's a pretty pretty long journey. Okay, um, Jackie is watching, and she says, "Good evening, everyone. This is Jackie." Yeah. Hi, Jackie. Hi, Jackie. And there are four others watching, which we don't know who it is. I can guess. <laughs> I can guess, but it's better though. When when uh, when it gets posted and we can say hi to yeah, them. Yeah. hi everybody online, hi Kathy. <laughs> you might as well do this, okay, or this oh. something. <laughs> well, that way I that way I can do it and, and not say it too, and she knows it's for her. Oh, yeah. So uh, so we're we're left at three one. Jonah 3.1 Then the word of the Lord came to Jonah a second time. Go to the great city of Nineveh and proclaim to it the message I gave you. You know, so we we saw this same thing before. And, mm-hmm, yeah. and um, he didn't go, but uh, verse 3 says, Jonah obeyed the word of the Lord and went to Nineveh. Now Nineveh was a very important city. A visit required three days. On the first day, Jonah started into the city. He proclaimed, 40 more days and Nineveh will be, no, will be overturned. And the Ninevites believed God. They declared a fast, and all of them, from the greatest to the least, put on sackcloth. When the news reached the king of Nineveh, he rose from his throne and took off his royal robes covered himself with sackcloth and sat down in the dust. Then he issued a proclamation in Nineveh. By the decree of the king and his nobles, do not let any man or beast, herd or flock taste anything. Do not let them eat or drink, but let man and beast be covered with sackcloth and let everyone call urgently on God. Let them give up their evil ways and their violence who knows, God may yet relent 
and with compassion turn from his fierce anger so that we will not perish. And when God saw what they did and how they turned from their evil ways, he had compassion and did not bring upon them the destruction he had threatened. Yeah. We'll stop there. Um, Why was Jonah scared to do this? Jonah wasn't <laughs> afraid to do this. Nineveh, Nineveh was, we'll see was it. evil. Yeah. We'll also see it in the next section. Because in the next session, section, you actually see um, Jonah becoming angry and displeased with the Lord because he decided to have compassion on them. And so that's what this next chapter is about, is Jonah's anger. So, but the whole thing was, is that who does that king remind you of the king and all the people in Nineveh remind you of when you read it no um, it reminded me of that story when that Jacob Ruthie had brought of David when he got all uppity and at first was with uh, was it David and who was the other person um, that prophet that came to him by Judy Samuel no. Nathan? Nathan. Oh. Uh, when Nathan came to him and told him everything that he was doing wrong, he oh, told yeah. him a story about how um, this one person had many sheep and then um, this other person was really poor and only had one, but that one was like family to them. And then the king had um, uh, like people over, and so he slaughtered the poor man's sheep. Oh. And um, so... And then what do you see David do? Is he relented? He poured out his heart after he was told that everything he was done, done was wrong and that his um, the child he was bearing with the person that was he did wrong with was going to die. That the Lord was going to take him. And so next thing you know is he's relenting, hoping that the Lord would have compassion on him. Here you see the Lord have compassion. Oh, total compassion. The other one, he didn't. Mm-hmm. The other one, and it just goes in, goes to show the Lord... The Lord's ways are higher than our ways. He knew that they would actually repent and change their ways when they were told. So, but 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 that that city was was a wicked city. Yeah, wasn't it? and that's, and that's the reason why Jonah didn't want to go there because right. it was so wicked. Right. You know. And and uh, first, hi Judy. Hi Judy. And then um, first, I want to talk about that because look, uh, this city being evil, they 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 um. There, a guy was telling me stories of them, how they tortured people, and you know, um, they were they were Assyrians, um, basically, and and Assyrians were were pretty bloodthirsty, oh. and um, and so um, Jonah, knowing knowing who they were, you know, let them let them get it. They deserve it. You know, that's kind of the same way we are with people, right? You know, judging hey, already before right? Them. Yeah, before look, look at that guy around. Yeah. You know, but we got to stop and remember, God loves them too. Uh-huh. He loves them just as much as He loves us. They, they, He created them all. Jesus died for them all, and so they all have, you know, the same chance that we do. But what I wanted to point out here: this city is so wicked, so evil. What if, what if, what if I walked into? Um, a, a gangster hideout and told them, God said, you're all going to die. What are they? They're, they're going to laugh die. at they're me. They're going to string me up yeah. and take me out. So why, 
Why? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Why did they believe uh, Jonah? It's because in this land, right? Mm -hmm. Everyone in the area knows who the Israelites are. They know whose God is the God of Israel. They've seen God take over this whole land. These cities destroyed. Um, God's hand, even in Babylon, it, he's seen, they've, they've seen and heard of the might of the God of Israel. Right. And now once an Israelite comes in and tells them, they, they, they believed it oh, yeah. because they had witnessed it, mm -hmm. right? They had witnessed it or heard, you know, and, yeah. and so I wanted to point out, what about our lives? You know, when what are people witnessing in our lives? What are they seeing in our lives? If they see a life that's that's um, submitted to God, mm -hmm. then then they're going to hear our testimony. Then they're going to hear our prophecy. Prophecy is speaking God's word. Sometimes it's sometimes it's foretelling like this. This prophecy here is look. This you're going to be destroyed if you don't if you yeah. don't turn from your yeah. ways. Um, we tell people that now, you know, because mm -hmm. only God will judge you. And they just still look at us like, really? When? Yeah. You know? Yeah. It'll come. Peter it says come. it too. What, when is this coming? You've mm -hmm. been saying this for years. Soon. <laughs> <laughs> Soon. Yeah. But, but so that's what I wanted to point out is that this is why they listen. Because they know who Jerusalem is. You know, they know who God's people are. And they know who you know. They've seen so and these, heard. These, this this city was not Jerusalem. Oh I mean, no, that, that no, part, it was. You know, did, did this was part of Israel. Israel was more on that that, that side of Judea where uh, where Jonah came from. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's where Israel is. The other place oh. that he went to was Babylon, oh, right. Babylon. Okay, which is Babylon. right across. Yeah, but I mean, still. Okay, you know how we have all kinds of different people everywhere, everywhere, right? Yeah. Weren't there some Israelites in in that city too? Oh, they probably they probably went all over, but I don't I don't know. I you mean, know, I just look at it as people they they mix together so much, so much, so much. They move, move, move for a better living, and, and then they end up there. And it's like, man, could be. Well, at I mean, this time, it was right after the uh, Exodus and so forth, which. I believe this was before they got their land back or when they were taken out of the land. You'd have to read the timeline. I believe it was out. It was after they, <laughs> after they, they lost because the land. he already had, they already had Jerusalem. They already had, um, um, your introduction will probably tell you when. Eighth century BC. Eighth century. So that's, that's, that's well, BC. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, so it's that's eight years before Christ. No eight, no eight hundred years before Christ. Sorry. So um, um, I know Ezekiel, or yeah, no um, Isaiah. I think was like four hundred years before Christ. Um. But I just, I'm just glad they put on those, those, uh, the sackcloth and, and everything, and he gave them compassion. 
Right. <laughs> well, the com the sackcloth was a showing of humility, especially towards the Lord, and that's what that whole um, process was. Is when they put on the sackcloth, even the king putting on sackcloth, it was all of them saying, "I'm going to humble myself before the Lord," mm -hmm. and that that as long as they're wearing that, they were putting themselves in a humility towards the Lord and the Lord only. They say this. This says that. Um, um, Israel fell to the Assyrians in 722 B.C., and Judah fell to the Babylonians in 586 B.C. So this was um, actually before Babylon. 583 centuries. Right, so 722 B.C. was um, when Israel fell to the Assyrians. Or, or yeah, Israel. Because so this at, is right the before time, the Israel was split up. Mm -hmm. There yeah. was Israel and Judah. They had divided. <clears throat> this so is right before the. It was. Took it was during the period of the kings. During the period of the kings, you know, after David, but but before Babylon. I don't know how it's many. It's Jeroboam, years, so. the third. Is what it says. All here. under the ring. Okay. Yeah. Jonah prophesied during the reign of Jeroboam the second. Sorry, and the date of the writing is unknown. Okay. Anyway, so that kind of gives you the uh, gives you the background. I mean, but you know, like I said, uh, they they seen they seen and heard of of God working in everyone's in, in Israel's life and guarding them. Mike's chomping. He wants to say something. No, no. <laughs> and plus, you have to remember, whatever God calls you to, he already convicted their hearts and set them, like, got them ready to hear from whatever God's giving you to say. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, like Dad had mentioned, if if we're called to go, not just going to say it, but if we're called to go into a gangster hideout and tell them that the Lord told us, hey, you're all going to die if mm -hmm. you don't change your ways then the Lord's already convicted their hearts on things and already mm -hmm. been working in them. And instead of what um, we were talking about, you're going to be strung up and pretty much killed. Mm -hmm. Instead, you're going to see that humility break out. And, and we don't know. We don't know, but we just trust God because um, Paul said it, and I read it the other night, don't you know your life is not your own? Right. You've been exactly. bought for and paid for mm -hmm. with a price. And because of that, it's his life. It's his life to do as he wills. Mm -hmm. And you know what? If he's calling us to go somewhere and we and it ends up taking our life, then then you know what? That's God's will. God's will. You know, and, and like Apostle Paul said, to be absent from the bodies, to be present with the Lord. And he said he was torn between the two because he wanted to be he wanted to be with the Lord, but he knew he had a mission. You know, and so it's just, you know what? It's God's timing. We learn to trust Him. We're not promised. We're not promised, um, you know, tomorrow. that. Yeah, uh, we're never yeah. promised tomorrow. And, and, and we, in fact, we are promised persecution. We are promised that, um, you know, things are going to happen. He said, any, anyone, um, anyone who surrenders his life to me will, will endure or suffer persecutions. That's paraphrasing. Um, but yeah, I remember it. And so, you know, um, we got to know what's happened because are we above him? I mean, if he suffered, 
and and we're followers obviously we're gonna suffer I mean we're not above him we're not above that but we just got to trust God with it because knowing that things that we go through when we go through it in the Lord it, it's a testimony and it plants seeds and it changes lives you know and so it it's how you endure things instead of and you know it's it's hard too because you know you want to just cry out and scream and you know but yet it's like you know what no um i gotta trust god with this and if we turn to him then then we do have a peace about things and we can have a peace about it even in the worst of situations you know he'll carry us through it it's beautiful you know this life is hard it's a hard life, but um, it can be easier. Yeah, you know? I think so. We don't have to go it alone. Hi, Roger. Hi, Roger. Okay, so Jonah 3.3, 3, do we cover everything? Mm-hmm. Well, we'll do it, yeah. Okay, so Jonah obeyed the word of the Lord and went to Nineveh. Nineveh was a very important city. Visit a visit required three days. You know, this it's just saying it's telling us how big of a city is. And you know what? Being at the top of the river, it's a it's a port. Mm-hmm. You know, because yeah. the, the rivers they 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 travel goods and stuff, or you know they. Good days to... in a large city. Wouldn't you want a whole week in a large city? Well, <laughs> well, we find out. Like, we find you know, out how large, large it is. Spoiler. So, you know, you gotta go. The cities. You know, what can I say? Right. Looking at this. Like, Spoiler: this. the city's one hundred and twenty thousand people. Ah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think I, I think a few more days than three is better, but. Well. Depends on how loud he is and how people. Uh, right. Yeah. You ever seen seen some movies where a lot of the ports higher up on the, um, or higher, further down the river, are getting goods shipped to them um, by the people upriver? Right. Mm -hmm. Because they can just send, uh, here's a cargo, just throw it there, and then a a guy on a horse goes and uh, sends the payment upriver. And that's usually how it was back then. Because it was easier that way to transport goods. Yeah. Well, I'm sure they had, you know, wagons and stuff that went went north and and, and (laughs) trade routes that came in and brought stuff. So, but but that's what an important city was always. It was always a trade center. Um, Anyway, so um, and a visit required three days. On, on the first day, Jonah started into the city, and he proclaimed, 40 more days and Nineveh will be destroyed, or overturned. Overthrown. Mm. Overthrown. Um, and the Ninevites believed God. You know, that, it's beautiful that God gave them a warning. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what? And God gives us all warnings, uh, you know. We just got to look we, out for them. Yeah, we got to listen. Sometimes we can't hear because we got so much going on around us and so much tormenting us or so much you know uh, distracting us yeah distracting Mm -hmm. yes this life this life today is full of distractions i mean 
Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and um, you know, I always talk about the you know the enemy is the That's enemy right. is uh, woven a web, a pretty a pretty uh, a Big pretty one. successful web, you know, and. Um, He's really good at, at derailing us and sidetracking us. Mm-hmm. He studies us. He knows. He knows what's going to do it. He knows what's going to drag us down. Mm-hmm. You know, we got to sleep. He don't. Yeah. And so, yeah. you know, he studies us. Mm-hmm. And, and every little chink, every little, you know what? And if we've overcome something, then, then he uses people around us <laughs> to to get at us, mm-hmm. you know, because then we have a weakness. People around us are yeah. a weakness sometimes, too. So, you know, we just got to, that's why it's so important. Look, um, you're going to listen to somebody. Matt always says it, you know, yeah. you're going to you're gonna listen to God or you're going to listen to the world. Yeah. world. You're going to be listening to someone. And Jesus said, my sheep know my voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do we know his voice? By, by spending time in by here. By listening. Yeah. You'll know his voice. When yeah. The more time you spend with him, the more you're going to know him. And 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 the Spirit will the spirit will stir in you when something's wrong. Mm-hmm. You know? I believe it. I do too. You know? You, you, it, 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 won't, it will go against the Spirit within you. You know? And you'll know. No, nope, I'm not gonna do this. I'm gonna trust God with it. You know, that's and and if you're in doubt, wait on the Lord. <laughs> yeah, he'll eventually show mm-hmm. himself. He'll eventually tell you what you gotta do. Yeah. But it's I, in his I, time, not yeah, yours. Right. And I believe, you know what, if you if you make up your mind that you're gonna wait on God for a decision or a God for something, and you believe that with your whole heart, he's going to. He will come through. Um, we've we've done it in our life many times. Um, just like you know what, I'm not gonna make a decision on this. I'm gonna let. I'm gonna wait on God. I'm mm-hmm. gonna let Him sort it out. Yeah. And He came through. He came through over and over. So I mean, you know, those who trust in the Lord, you know, it's it's amazing. Um, you know, God has so many promises in His Word and. And they're all there for us to stand on, you know. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not into your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He will make your path straight. And then He also says, The work I began in you, I will not stop until it's completed. You know, He's not going to abandon you. He's not going to leave you. The work. i got to work. Jesus, I'm a working partner. Jesus said it. I will never <laughs> leave you yes. nor forsake mm-hmm. you. Never, never, never. It's and, always been there. And when we get back to our study in Romans, in Romans 8, it's beautiful. talks about how nothing in all of creation can separate us from the love of God. Nothing. Mm-hmm. No height, nor width, nor demons, nor principalities, nor powers. Um, yeah, it's... Nothing in all creation can separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus so our cool. Lord. Well, there's a uh, spoiler for you. No. Uh, a very popular song. <laughs> has a really good lyric right here. I don't really care if they label me a Jesus freak. There ain't no disguising the truth. Amen. Gee, let me guess the name of that song. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. It's Jesus Freak by DC Talk. Mm -hmm. oh. <laughs> wow. So, you know, and, and you know what? And I also see in here, right, when God speaks, the Holy Spirit stirs. And the Holy Spirit's job is to call people to the Lord. The Holy Spirit's job is to convict people and stir people. Mm -hmm. And these people were stirred. Oh, yeah, they were. The Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit was calling them and stirred. And what happened? Something just beautiful. These people turned and trusted yeah. God. Yeah, stopped their wicked ways. Hardcore. Not just, okay, I believe this, okay, I guess. No, mm -hmm. they stopped, they fasted, they put on sackcloth. You know what sackcloth is, right? And that burlap? Burlap. <laughs> and potato bag. Yep, potato, put yeah, on potato red, sacks. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, that's itchy. They're very itchy. Oof. Yeah. That's why it's very humbling. Yeah. Because wow, it also, every single itch reminds you of what you're doing. Keeps that's you focused, cool. and that's a part of fasting too. When when you fast, when when you feel the hunger, you turn. Amen. You turn yes. to the Lord. Mm -hmm. You pray. That's that's what a fast is about. Mm -hmm. Is you're sacrificing something to put the attention on Him. Mm -hmm. But the beautiful thing about fasting is um, on day two. <laughs> on day two? On day two of fasting, your mind is no longer preoccupied by eating. A, a totally The hunger subsides. Yeah, the hunger subsides because all your body's, your body's natural reactions and cravings, they're the first day. You know, oh, and then and I then bananas and, the first and, day. yeah, <laughs> and then um, <laughs> you know, and 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 even the reflexes, even the mm, you know, oh, yeah. you know, you get bored, you go to the fridge, you know, all all of those things, it it it, it subsides, and pretty, and the second day, you are you are thinking clear. And, and your mind is not preoccupied by these things, and it's it's beautiful, you know. And the third day goes the same way. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, third day even better. Yep. Third day's even better. So yeah, I, I can say that. I mean, from experience, mm -hmm. it's it is it is a beautiful thing, you know. That was really cool. Third day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I know health wise, and you know, a lot of people can't do it, you know, because they have to have a diet and. But, you know, I was um, just sitting here wondering what my blood sugar would do if I fasted right. for three days. Right. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Water. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. Water is yeah, yeah, amazing. You know what? Not take all the medicine for right. three days. Right. Right. Yeah. We used to fast when it's daylight. That's when, when you take a little time, bit of sugar then we were able to eat something oh, okay. fast yeah. only during the daylight. Right. So drink that we, when you, uh, we get, we get to work at 4, 4.30 when it's still dark, had a little something to eat, and then only drank water all the way up until 6 o'clock oh. in the evening time, and then uh, and then we, we had a little something then. And it was pretty good because it ended up balancing us to where mostly we wanted nothing but greens you know right. something simple that didn't uh, irritate our stomachs or anything and the first day i wanted i gorged <laughs> okay <laughs> but the second and third and, and and we did it for two weeks wow so the, the body is really amazing hi mom um 
We, uh, th they say there's, this is getting a little bit off track, but they say our intestines and our colon, it, 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 it has memory cells and it sends yeah. signals to our brain. And, and it, it's used to what it's seeing, right? Mm -hmm. And when it starts seeing, some, seeing that there's something missing, like you've changed, it starts sending those cravings. Like, so if, you, if you're eating cookies all the time and all of a sudden you're not, you get these strong cravings for cookies. They're coming from, from the depths. You know, it's, it's pretty weird. But, but it doesn't take long to retrain that either. Yes, that's true. Um, by changing your diet and stuff. Just, just food for thought. Mm -hmm. But um, so yeah, um, let's get back to this. So these people, these people, they declared a fast, and all of them, from the greatest to the least, put on sackcloth because the because back back in five, it's that the Ninevites believed God. And they declared a fast. You know what? That's that's powerful. It's powerful when we see lives turn. It's powerful when we see, you know, God moving in a life and people, and people surrendering to Him. You know, it's powerful when the King believes in it and He changes Himself that way. Yeah. Yeah. So the same thing you got when when the news reached the King of Nineveh, he rose from his throne. And he took off his royal robes and covered himself with sackcloth and sat down in the dust. Mm -hmm. I said dirt, but dust, yeah. Yeah. Sat yeah. down in the dirt. Mm -hmm. You know, this is a power. I would have just been there drawn in the dirt. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like to know that. Right. <laughs> I know, but I don't know about the itchy stuff. That, Drawn in the dirt, and then they say, woman, where are your accusers? Oh, oh. Well, that's a different verse. That's what Jesus that's did. Uh, <laughs> that's what Jesus did when an adulterous woman was brought before him. Oh, yes, that's right. Uh, yeah, she was caught in adultery, and so they brought the woman before Jesus mm -hmm. and um, was getting ready to stone her. And then Jesus ends up just looking at her and said, started drawing in the dirt and said that um, anyone who cast the first stone or anyone who has not Sin. sinned, have yeah. him cast the first yes, stone. Yes, yes. And everyone ended up leaving. Mm -hmm. Amen. So I'm going to reread his, um, then he issued a proclamation in Nineveh by the decree of the king and his nobles. Do not let any man or beast, herd or flock, taste anything. Do not let them eat or drink. But let man and beast be covered with sackcloth, and let everyone call urgently on God. Let them give up their evil ways and their violence. Who knows, God may relent and with compassion turn from his fierce anger so that we will not perish. Look, these guys, these guys totally believed it. They knew. They knew what they're destined for. They knew. I mean, you know what? When we do stuff wrong, and people out in the world, they know. They know when they're doing wrong. They know. They know that there's a price to pay. They know. No one. Bible tells us. We read it in Romans one. No one's without excuse. No one. You know. We know. And so does the world. And so in that, we don't got to tell people what they're doing wrong. No, they already we, know. Yeah. We don't got to beat people down. You shouldn't be doing that. You're going to hell for that. We don't nothing like that. 
you know, judging. That, yeah, um, that's God's place. But but what we do got to do is show them how much God loves them and how much Jesus loves them and sacrifice His life for them. That's what we're called to do. You know, the Holy Spirit will convict people. The Holy Spirit will um, convict people to change their lives, show them what they're doing wrong and and that they need to change. But mm -hmm. it's it's not our job. It's our job to proclaim, to proclaim the word of God, to be prophets, to prophesy, to speak God's word. It's beautiful, and you know what? We all we all given a word. We all have a testimony. We don't have to know this book inside and out. Mm -hmm. What we have to know is is what God did in our lives, and that's what we're called to share. You know, speaking speaking God and speaking life to people is easy um, because it's it's speaking our our um, the things we've experienced. You know, our testimonies. It's and so it's not about you know, like I said, being a scholar and knowing this book inside and out. It's knowing knowing what God did on our lives because mm -hmm. that's what changes lives. But they got to see it. They got to see it to believe it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, a lot of them do. Well, they got to see the change in you yep. in order to believe it. They got to see. Mm -hmm. You can you can talk the talk, but can you walk the walk? Yeah. And it's funny too because I've I've heard that I've heard it so many times. You're a Christian. You shouldn't be doing that. You know, I've heard it over and over. I, I used to turn and say, well, how do you know? <laughs> how do you know what I'm supposed to do? You failed again. I know. Today. Lord, please forgive us. Yeah. Mm. But that's a testimony in itself, too. Mm. How do you know? How do you know? How do you know what I'm supposed to do? Because if you know what I'm supposed to do, you also know what you're supposed exactly. to do. Exactly. Yeah. Pay attention to yourself. You know. And, and that's I how I say, look at it. Yeah. Pay, look, look in the mirror. Look at yourself. That's what you're supposed to do. You know. Quit telling other people what they need to do. You do it yourself yeah. first, and they will come around. And, and God doesn't convict us of these things to take away our fun, to take away our enjoyment, to put a damper on things. It's not like that at all. He, he comes to set us free from that. I had I had a person tell me that in the break room at work. Tell me, you know, I couldn't do that because you know what, you guys are, you guys got yourself under so many things. You can't do this, can't do that, and I'm like, man, you got it wrong. <laughs> you got it so wrong. God's taken that away from me, and I'm no longer bound to it, and I don't have a desire to do it anymore. That's what the beautiful part of it is. It, and the more you seek him, the more he'll take these things away. You know, the more he'll take them out of your life. If you want it gone, just ask him and seek him and trust him. And it'll be gone. Yeah. But I can't say, I, I can't say though, the enemy is going to tempt you. No way. He's going to put those hurdles in you. You know what? But stand up, be fervent. And trust him. He'll take it out of your way. When God saw ten, when God saw what they did and how they turned from their evil ways, He had compassion and did not bring upon them the destruction He had threatened. 
You know, that's so beautiful because, you know what, it, it's just evidence that, you know what, God loves even the wicked. Yeah. God loves even the wicked. And these people were wicked, and he saw it, and he gave them a chance. He gave them a chance. They had a decision to make. Right. But he but had a chance. next one is, is what I want to know why Jonah was so mad. <laughs> that's, you know. Nahum. Nahum. Yeah. That You'll see why. Yeah. That's the whole thing in Nahum talks about the sins of Nineveh. Yeah. It's, oh. it's a couple chapter I, yeah, book. I did, That's the I one did we read started it. to read a little bit. I did read it bit. yesterday. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I still, because I'm still in Jonah, I just, you know, I didn't put them two together. Right. Because this was their time, but you know what? Later on, mm-hmm. later on, they they fell into it again. And later on, they didn't repent. Mm. Because I think it was in Nahum was a prophet, and I believe what he wrote about was also something he preached in Nineveh, mm-hmm. talking about what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that, that time they didn't repent. But I did. I did a bunch of these yesterday. And and I believe, and I could be wrong on this, but I believe the Ninevites were Assyrians. And and because they're north of Babylon, and I believe that they were involved in the in the taking over of Jerusalem later, um, and you know conquering them, and and involved in you know the whole Babylon thing, and because um, wasn't Babylon uh, Babylon was overthrown by the Assyrians, right, or the Persians? Give me a second. I'm reading. I'm gonna let you know. Anyway, yeah, I don't the Ninevites know. were Assyrians, it says in the background. Oh, okay. And the Assyrians, and, and, and I did read that um, the Assyrians uh, had conquered Israel later. Mm-hmm. So, later, but I didn't know. So, I mean, you know what? They did, they did repent then, but they didn't later. Yeah. But they ended up conquered later. Um, you know what? And that's you know, God did enact revenge. He did enact wrath back then. Um, that was before Christ. When Christ came, we are in the day of the Lord. The day of the Lord is from from Christ until He returns. Mm-hmm. It's all the day of the Lord, and and under that day, we are under grace, God's grace. And he's withholding his wrath, mm-hmm. giving everyone the opportunity to be reconciled with him. I heard a pastor uh, say today that, um, was it today? It, it doesn't matter, today or yesterday, but was talking that sin means separation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sin means separation. And, and in the original sin was the original separation. <laughs> wow. And so... Um, and, and so, in sin, we're separated from God. And the, and the only bridge to that reconciliation with God is Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. The only way back to Him is through Jesus. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father but by me. John 14, 6. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. I was gonna paint that on my tailgate of my truck too.
But I love I, I love this picture because God 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 loves His creation, you know. But people gotta choose Him. People gotta choose Him. Choice. He doesn't want people there that don't want to be there, mm-hmm. you know. And if people turn against Him and say, you know what, I'd rather die than than uh, He lets them. Yeah, He does. But Jesus even said, though, I, I I'd rather you be hot or cold. But because you're lukewarm, I spit you out of my mouth. You know, either saying I'm with you or I'm against you. Mm-hmm. But saying I'm with you, but I'm living against you. It don't work. That don't work at all. Yeah, because that's mm-hmm. that's blasphemy in itself. Man. So okay. So oh, number four. Okay, I'm gonna read through it and then we'll study back on it. Um. But Jonah was greatly displeased and became angry. He prayed to the Lord, O Lord, is this not what I said when I was still at home? That is why I was so quick to flee to Tarshish. I knew that you are gracious and compassionate God, slow to anger and bounding in love, a God who relents from sending calamity. Now, O Lord, take away my life. For it is better for me to die than to live. But the Lord replied, Have you any right to be angry? Jonah went out and sat down at a place east of the city. There he made himself a shelter and sat in its shade and waited to see what would happen to the city. Then God provided a vine and made it grow up over Jonah to give him shade over his head to ease his discomfort and Jonah was very happy about the vine but at dawn the next day God provided a worm which chewed the vine so that it withered when the sun rose God provided a scorching east wind and the sun blazed on Jonah's head so that he grew faint and he wanted to die and said it would be better for me to die than to live And God said to Jonah, Do you have a right to be angry about the vine? I do, he said. I am angry enough to die. And the Lord said, You have been concerned about this vine, though you did not tend it or make it grow. It sprang up overnight and died. But Nineveh has more than 120,000 people who cannot tell their right hand from their left and many cattle as well. Should I not be concerned about that great city? Mm-hmm. Something I wanted to mention a little bit, just to give you an idea of how big Nineveh was. Mm-hmm. Um, you know how big Simi Valley is? No, but I have, my brother lives over there. No. Well, it's, it's 10 miles long and nine and a half miles wide. And that holds 126,000 people. So you can think just the relativity is Nineveh was that big. It had to be around that big, 10 miles long and nine and a half miles wide holding just to be able to hold 120,000. Let alone it could have been wider so that people had more space. We don't know. Or it could have been more closed off so that little less space. Yeah. yeah, but either way, we just know it was around that much, that that wide of a place, because it has around the exact around the same amount of people in both. 
So that's just to give you an idea of how big this place actually is. So the city of San Bernardino in 2021 was um, 222,000. 222,203. So it's, so it's a little bigger than San Bernardino. A little smaller. Smaller. Even. Oh yeah, it's a little smaller than San Bernardino. Mm -hmm. uh, San Bernardino. Thousand, oh, yeah. 100,000 less, but okay. That's why, Simi that's why I gave you an idea of yeah, Simi Valley, because Simi, Simi Valley, I mean, it's a place like down the freeway. I want to be up on the mountain and look down to see what it looks like, you know what I mean? Trying you could probably look up, you could probably look up like a satellite view of it, mm. of Simi Valley. Right, and Riverside's like 300,000, so I mean, and Redland's 73,000. So Redland's a small, it was mm -hmm. twice the size of Redland. But you remember the cities were more close-knit, they're oh, closer they together. Right there, they're not sprawling like today because they didn't have cars to jump in and go across town. And that's why I mentioned Cassini Valley is pretty small for a, and a dense, city yeah. like that because it is, it is small, yeah. it's 10, 10 miles wide and nine and a half, or sorry, 10 miles long and nine and a half wide. So you have to think, I mean, that's a, actually fairly small for a city. You could walk that in three days? No. <laughs> 10 miles? I'm just sure. kidding. Yeah, you could. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you could. But he's he's probably not just walking straight through. He's zigzagging through, telling as many people as he could on the way. So he needed a power walk. That's all. Right. <laughs> and then the news reached the king. He didn't even go towards um, the king's Everybody palace. Talks. He Everybody just whispers. he just was preaching it all the way around, mm -hmm. just to get through. No worries. Can imagine what. The, um, Still say you needed a week. Was Jonah was eight hundred BC? Mm -hmm. Okay, seven. So, it said so, seven ninety five. Okay, so right around. It was right, yeah. It was a little before, not much before um, the, the Syrians, Syrians took over. Yeah, and then in six hundred and twelve BC is well, relatively is right. when Nineveh got destroyed. It oh. got overtaken completely. Six hundred what? Around 612. Right. It's not. Don't quote me on that. Let me see. Yeah. There's people who actually did all their uh, research. Mom said AD of, means the in the year of the Lord. It's a Latin term. I mean, is Anno Domino or something like that. That means in the year that's of the Lord. The, dis the destruction of never is this and the other one, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, 612, I was actually, I'm surprised I remembered that. What's you got in there? So Jonah's anger was just because they were so wicked. And, and, um, and you know what? It's like I read to you, like I read to you the other night, um, um, in Psalm 73, mm -hmm. you know, how his foot almost slipped because he was seeing things and, you know, how he's seeing how wicked get away with stuff. And you know what? And this was Jonah was like, Jonah was different. He didn't want to fall into it, but he was like, man, these people are just wicked. And look, their city's thriving. And you know what? And they persecute people. They torture mm -hmm. people and kill people. And, mm -hmm. and, and, uh, 
why I, I'd rather I'd rather die than them go to heaven, you know, and that's 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 <laughs> yeah. basically his thought. And he said it. Take me away. It's better for me to die than see this happen. Because, you know, and who knows? We're not given a background. Maybe he lost people from to yeah, the Syrians, yeah. you know. Yeah. You just we never don't know, know what he went through. Mm -hmm. And so... Um, and but could, that's the way you're supposed to see other people. When right. they're, they're out and about, you can't judge them just by looking at them because you don't know what they're going through. Mm -hmm. You don't know what their past is. You don't know what their feelings are and everything. Don't make a comment. To those kind of people that that um, you don't know, right? You got to be in their shoes in order to know. So, you know, that's always been something that you know, kind of is thrown out there. You see it on TV all the time. You see it. You know, everybody has a comment. Oh, well, he's homeless. Maybe he's not homeless. Maybe he just decided to dress like that. Maybe he wants. You know, it's it's just a lot of maybes. Yeah. But unless you walk in their shoes, you don't know nothing. Yeah, you don't. And, you know, and so we the, need the, to start looking at mm -hmm. people through his eyes. Yes. And understanding, you know, it's um. God bless you. Thank you. So, um, and this whole thing, okay, and this whole thing after this about the worm, this is really beautiful. Okay, well, I didn't, I didn't okay. get that about the worm. He did the vine. Right. Okay, but why did the worm eat the vine? Well, he, um, the same way, um, he wanted to show him a, paint him a picture, right? Mm -hmm. The same way Noah or Jonah wanted Nineveh to be destroyed. God allowed this vine to be destroyed, right? Mm -hmm. And he and that's the example. He's saying, he's saying, do you have a right to be angry about the vine? Yeah, I do. Why? Because because I I cared for that vine. I had compassion for it, but he didn't make it. Right. But God cared for those people and had compassion for them. And and God God cared about those people the same way he cared about the vine. And he was trying to show them that, look, you didn't tend it, you didn't plant it, you didn't grow it, but yet, you know, you cared for it. Now you're angry that it got eaten, okay. that it's gone. Okay, so that's what that and, was for. And so it, it's kind of to show them how, how callous he's being, you know, because Jonah had a pretty hard heart towards these people, mm -hmm. really hard. Yeah. Even after he went through an obedience and did what God God asked, and God, away, but God still, worked through his life, but mm -hmm. yet his heart was still not not yeah. about it. But he see, still God wants me to be in Jonah's head. Yeah, and God, you know, it's still it, it's still beautiful how God can still work through our nastiness. Through our ugliness, yes. through our wrong intentions, and through our heart, God can work. And the Bible tells us mm -hmm. all things work together for the good of those that love God, mm -hmm. or who are called according to His purpose. You know, it's not for everyone, but it's for those who love God mm -hmm. and who are called according to His purpose. His purpose being to make us more Christ-like. And so things are going to happen, and but God can use them, and He'll work through them. And, and he worked through Jonah, even though Jonah had an ugly heart. Yeah. And it doesn't make it right, because look at Jonah suffered. Jonah wanted to die, you know. Take me, Lord. I'm ready. Just take and, me. And I'm sure this, this, he grew faint. The The sun beat on him so bad he mm -hmm. grew faint. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's, it's we're only getting a little glimpse of how bad it was. 
And then, and you know, he was happy when God gave him the, the little vine. Yeah. He yeah. made him happy, you know? And yep. so, like, God telling him, it's going to make me happy to see them repent. Why doesn't it make you happy? Right. You know what I mean? oh, it's like what she said, yeah. too. You can't look at them the wrong way. You have to look at them with compassion. Mm-hmm. And even though they were evil, these these were God's people. Even though they weren't worshiping him, they were still his. Yeah. They don't belong to Jonah. So it was like, don't take it personal. This is not personal against you, Jonah. Right. This is the Lord's work from beginning to the end. You know what I mean? It's a beautiful yeah, thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. And something just to point out there mm-hmm. is uh, Jonah's name means dove. Oh. And so what do we also see when you look back in uh, Jesus's time? The dove came up, the dove, which represented um, the Lord or the, the Holy Spirit, Spirit mm-hmm. came upon Jesus mm-hmm. and landed on Jesus yeah. when he was baptized. And so Jonah is supposed to be the dove, supposed to be that person going and um, proclaiming the spirit to these people. The spirit coming upon these Mm -hmm. people and showing them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it did show them. Yeah. I also understand his fear, too, to take the word of God, because that's a, if you take the word of God, the history tells you that people will hate you. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I'm sure there was fear there. I'm sure there was fear there, knowing their background and stuff, and I'm going to walk in here. Yes. I expect I to walk thinking. out of here. That's not going to happen. You know what these people do? Wait, they get stoned. <laughs> they kill people for money, let alone right. for someone saying that they're going to die. Yeah. <laughs> wow. But yeah, this is, it, it's a beautiful picture, though, of um, the compassion that God has for, for his creation yeah. and that he wants us to have for it, too. Yeah. You know, he, and and um, that's why this story's in here. To show us, you know what? Despite how bad we think everything is around us, you know, uh, we need we need to remember that you know what? It's not our place to judge. This is God's. This is God's place, and we are not Him. Right. You know, um, God has compassion on whom He's going to have compassion. Yes, yeah. He gets to decide. He may knows. He knows. The one, and he's the only one that knows what everybody goes through. Exactly. He's the only one, and, he, and he, that's their past. He has watching. compassion on everybody. Mm-hmm. Not entirely. Not entirely. I mean, have those who don't accept him nowadays, I'm going in nowadays term, because I'm not even going to bring up the Old Testament where you see what exactly happens to a bunch of people. But nowadays, people who don't accept him, he can't have compassion on them because they made their fate. And so he actually, what it says is that... Um, I'm trying to. If they change their ways, that's a completely different story. There is room. What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, is once you've made your choice and um, died in your choice. So if I died saying that I'm going to deny the Lord, Mm -hmm. that I don't want a part of the Lord, pretty much is what people end up saying, which the Lord knows I don't Mm want to say that. But uh, if I died like that, then the Lord will. Let me do and let me live the way I want. He to honors us. He honors it. There we go. That's the that, word I was trying to find. Gave honors us that choice. He honors you, what you decide to do, and because of that, because of our free will, you'll end up paying um, your price in the end. But those, like you said, those who accept the Lord, like we've been reading in Romans, right, right those who accept the Lord, they are justified and sanctified. Exactly. Even yeah. if you made that choice originally mm-hmm. and then it still ended up coming to the Lord, he'll still sanctify and justify yeah, you. Yeah, even at the last minute. Right. Yeah. On your deathbed, you know, as long as keep, you yeah. Keep this in mind, you know, that, that um, God doesn't send people to hell. Oh, no. 
You send yourself. We are already separated from him and heading there. We're already heading there. The whole world is separated from him and heading there. And Jesus, he sent a rescue, a lifeline, a life preserver. Look, that's one here big life preserver. Here it is. <laughs> Grab on to Take it. it. Mm-hmm. Take it. I'm offering you life. And not just one time. Yeah. All your oh, life. All many, your many. life. You know what? And everyone, yeah. everyone's going to have all those opportunities replayed mm-hmm. before them. Mm-hmm. When they try to say, I, I never knew. I never yeah. knew. Lord, Lord you didn't know. I proclaim in your name? Always, present, and future. Uh-huh. We'll always have it. Mm-hmm. God doesn't give up on people. And, and that's beautiful because God is just, right? And he knows who's going to come to him and who's not. Yeah. And even those he knows emphatically are never going to accept him in their life. He still doesn't give up on them and gives them opportunities all their life, mm-hmm. even knowing. Yes. Even knowing they're going to their grave without accepting. And he it's funny. He still gives, gives them a chance, and that's love. Mm-hmm. It's funny because I'm glad yeah. not a single person in the world is God. Because all of us would just give up on the people that we oh. knew wouldn't come to the Lord. Because <laughs> we'd be like, oh, they're not coming, so why why should I waste my effort on them? Yes. Right. But the Lord doesn't think that way. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm still going to give them the chance. And that's why we don't have that foresight. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Jesus said, if you love only those who, who love you, what good is that? Yeah. Even the wicked do yeah. God. Yes. Wow. Love those that hate you. Pray for those that persecute you. You know, um, that's that's what that's what honors God, and that's what Jesus did. Yeah. It's standing up, and it takes it. It takes a lot. I also know this: God knows your limits. God knows what you can go through, what you can bear, mm-hmm. and and. And, and I know that if he calls you to something, it's not more than you can bear. It's something that you can get through, you know, but, yeah. but sometimes, sometimes, yeah, sometimes it's pretty deep. Sometimes it's pretty bad. Paul said we were persecuted and in, in, in despair to the point of death, to the point of death. Now that's more than a, more than physically a person can bear, right? Right. But in Christ... In Christ, you can bear anything. You, I can do all things, mm-hmm. and that's where we gotta all turn. Because these things are impossible for us; they are. Mm-hmm. But in Christ, we can endure. We can. And we we can push we can through, and He'll carry us. You know, and so He doesn't send us somewhere where He doesn't give us the tools um, to do it. Um, he doesn't call us to something that He hasn't. He hasn't. Um, already given us what we need to complete the job you know he always provides he's not going to put you in a place and and, and leave you hanging and say okay figure your way out of that (laughs) but we do got to learn things and it's not going to just impart all the knowledge to us too um there's things we have to go through that's why jesus spoke in parables so we turn to him to seek him for the answers and seek him for the wisdom and guidance and you know so he wants us to totally rely on him totally um, don't be independent or frog <laughs> frog fully rely on God <laughs>
I don't like frogs. I play with them, but I don't like them. And fully rely on God. <laughs> there was a one, there was a um a, a vacation Bible school a VBS program that was fully rely on God. And so I remember that because we were out in Alabama one year, and, and one of one of our nieces were in in the Bible study, and she was bringing back the paper, and I was talking to her about it, and it was. Frog fully rely on God. ASAP. Always say a prayer. Yeah. ASAP. <clears throat> what you got, Nick? I turn. I saw you turning pages earlier. Were you reading Nahum? Yeah. <laughs> Nahum gets pretty deep though when you read it because it ends up telling you that their anger and everything, their sins. They start sinning directly towards the Lord. Really? They start, oh their evil goes towards the Lord. In the beginning, in the middle, and when? I don't know. It's somewhere in, somewhere inside of it. Mm-hmm. talks about it. Well, there's only three. It's not very long. These are all minor prophets, so. Let me see. Whatever they plot against the Lord, he will bring to an end. Right. At the very last verse, nothing can heal your wounds. Oh, I'll read the last two. O king of Assyria, your shepherds slumber, your nobles lie down to rest. Your people are scattered on the mountains with no one to gather them. Nothing can heal your wounds. Your injury is fatal. Everyone who hears the news about you, Clasp his hands at your fall. Claps his hands at your fall. For who has not felt your endless cruelty? You know, um, and people rejoicing. And this is where Jonah was in the first place. I don't want to see this happen because it, it's beautiful. Though Jonah knew who God was. Yeah, he knew. He said, "I I know that you're gracious and compassionate, God, slow to anger and abounding in love." He knows who God is, mm-hmm. and so he knows that God has compassion, and that these people turn that, you know, um, that he'll 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 um, withhold his wrath from them, and uh, and he didn't want that. But it's not about what we want. Right. Right. It's not about what we want. It's right. His creation, and it's His it it's His to do with what He pleases. You know. And he was and he was merciful to them already. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. he sent them Jonah. Yeah. You know where it says it says it says should I not spare Nevev, that great city where are more than six score thousand persons that cannot discern between their right hand and their left hand. Mm-hmm. So that right. means it means they were ignorant, right? They don't understand yeah. what they're yeah. doing fully, yeah. but now they do. Yeah. Which makes sense of why he destroyed them later. Yeah. Yeah, because later they knew. Because now, now you know. That's what Jesus now said. Now you've heard the word. Jesus said, if I didn't come and tell you, you wouldn't be guilty. But now that I tell you, now you are. Yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> Simple as that. And, and it's funny, yeah. too, because you think, I used to think about that. Um, like, people say, well, I didn't know about Jesus. Well, now you do. Mm-hmm. And now you're accountable for what yes. you know. That's true. It's so true. 
just like the rules and regulations. Mm -hmm. You yeah. get them for a reason. And, right. Uh, it, but you know, the fact is, if you go, if you go before the judge, well, I didn't know this was against the law. Well, you know what? You're still guilty of it. Yeah. Whether you knew or not, you're still going to pay the punishment. Yes. And I think God is just that way. You know, Jesus tells the people that he was doing miracles and he showed the miracles. He said, Sodom and Gomorrah will rise up in judgment against this nation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be better for them than yeah. for you guys because they saw with their eyes and they didn't believe. Yeah. So God he, is just in every every way he judges, you know. He, he even said if Sodom and Tyre and Sidon had seen what you've seen today, they would have repented. They would have repented. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's good though. I'm glad God is just and merciful. Anyway. Yeah, me too. Cause boy, I don't deserve it. I don't deserve His love. I don't deserve Him dying for me. But it's because He loved me. And I and I I've said this many times recently, and I still dwell on it. Is that you know why would God create all this, knowing, seeing what it's going to become, and knowing what how bad it is and how how terrible people are and how corrupt things are knowing knowing all this why would he do it knowing that the very first two people he created are gonna turn away from him and fall uh -huh. why 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 because he sees the end result and to him the end result is worth it uh -huh. when you give your life to him and you get to spend heaven with him or actually let's say this he gets to spend eternity with you, yes. and He loves you that much, and He's willing to put up with all this stuff to spend eternity with you. And to Him, it was all worth it. Yeah. Wow. That, that's love. I mean, that's love <laughs> beyond compare. While we were enemies of God, we read that. Um, uh, what in, in Romans 3 while mm -hmm. we were yet sinners Christ died for us I don't know mm -hmm. the Bible's really got a lot of good stories a, little, a lot of a lot of info yeah it's it's got info for life it's mm -hmm. not yeah. it doesn't have every answer for every no, decision no. should I go out and buy this car buy that car but you know what it gives us principles and guidelines and mm -hmm. and you know what and and bigger than all that uh, in John 1 1 it said in the beginning was the word mm -hmm. the word was with God and the word was God and he was with God in the beginning and then at, at um and then at uh, uh, up to verse 14 and it says the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us jesus is that word jesus is that word so when you pick this up you are spending time with jesus because he is that word speaking out to you. they call this living word Please to know this pastor called the Bible basic instruction before leaving earth. Yep, yep, I love that. I love that. I used to say that too. Basic instruction before leaving earth. And that's what it is. Yeah. It is. Kind and good to people and not yep. judge. And yep. He's, he's totally calling us to be other centered, not self centered. Mm -hmm. You know, to get past ourselves. And, and and even more so that 
you know, we almost don't even need to pray for things for ourselves. If we're if we're praying for others and and doing His work, He will take care of us and meet our needs. God will richly supply all your needs. And it's beautiful. He does. he does. He wants us to rely on Him. Look at look at Israel when they when they left Egypt and they wandered in the desert for forty years. God fed them and clothed them. Their clothes didn't wear out. Their shoes didn't wear out. And he, and he fed them every day, except on Sunday. It rained bread from heaven. And they went out and picked up that bread. Sundays they didn't because on Saturday they were, or I, I'm saying, on, on the sixth day. Sixth day, yes. Because <laughs> we don't know what day that actually was. It was actually. So, yeah. so on Friday they were supposed to pick up twice as much. And it would last through the Sabbath. Mm -hmm. um, but if on if on Sunday or Monday or any other day they picked up more than they needed, it would rot. Yeah. He, he didn't want them storing it up because he wanted them to rely on him every day to go out. And that's this. This is the manna. This provides food for your spirit. Mm -hmm. Your body's got to eat. Your soul's got to eat. And this is food for the soul. And you don't rely on yesterday's word. You rely on the word for today. Today. There's a program called The Word for Today. Oh. <laughs> Wasn't that uh, Chuck Smith? I don't know. The Word for Today. I think it was Chuck Smith's program. But the word for today, the manna for today, mm -hmm. we need to seek him every day. Every start day. out your day with him and then it's, and it dictates your path. If you start out the day with, with groaning and despair, how's your day going to look? You're going to be you're going to be you're going to have a cloud over yeah. you the whole day. Oh man. But if you get up and thank God, you know, even even when even when you're tired, even when even you got nothing, yeah. yes, yeah. even when it hurts, like, especially oh, no. when it hurts. Lord, yeah. thank you, thank you that I have another day. Where my headache is so bad, and yeah, I'm, I'm I'm in my room for three days crying and everything else, but I still thank Him for letting me wake up because mm -hmm. you don't know, you know, it, it could be an aneurysm, it could be anything, and just and that's it. But I still. Thank him for allowing me to wake up the next day. It's just, I yeah. just, I just learned to endure the pain. Yeah. You know, and if I, I keep myself busy, it's even better. You know, so. It's probably better. That's probably what it is. And when you, when you, when you take a little break, mm -hmm. then all that energy is bottled up, and it's like making your head hurt. <laughs> you know what? You it gotta get up is. and get out and get moving. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just I just like man, just go, go, go. The energy's too much. Yeah, put a cap on your energy. Wish, man. I, I like to. Um, my my mind thinks songs and stuff, so that's why I remember a lot more lyrics than everything. But I don't know how you got that. <laughs> if you're tired of wondering why your heart isn't healing and nothing feels like home because you're lost and alone, just screaming at the sky when you don't know what to say, just say Jesus. Amen. That's cool. Just pray. There was a song I saw on Facebook too. There are a lot of songs on Facebook. You know that. Just say Jesus. <laughs> What you got, Nick? <laughs> Nothing? 
Anything you need prayer about? Anyone need prayers? Um, you got ten minutes. To get get them. Get them in here. <laughs> get them in here quick. My aunt Mary is going in their uh, heart surgery. We need to bring her. You hear Remember. me, Paul? <laughs> Your aunt Mary is going in for heart, heart surgery. surgery yeah. Oh, he's not Tomorrow. listening apparently. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Do you know at what time? Mm -mm. No. Mm. Well, we'll just have mm. to pray. You're getting there in. I think I just heard a door close outside. Or Jacob tipping. Why are you tipping, dude? Mm. Or is you tipping? It's not me. Well, it is, I am tipping. And, and Pastor not. Memo is okay. I mean, no, there was no more word on. on yeah. Um. Uh. The last. The last word was. The last text um, was, was that. He was being released. They couldn't find nothing. Um, obviously, it wasn't a heart problem right. because that's what they check and they do the, the, EKGs, the, the EKGs for and find out. I know that um, yesterday he was up at George and Sessie's up the hill. So, oh, okay. So, oh, um, okay. Good, good, good. What did he go for? Like, what was what was wrong with him? Um, pains. He was having chest, chest pains. Pain? They went out to lunch. Right after, right church. after service. Mm -hmm. He was having chest pains when they went out, to, and then they uh, Francis took him straight to Redlands Hospital. So it must have been pretty good ones. So yeah, that and and just pray for Tina to get um, better. You know, use her. Uh, her muscles, her knees, and everything else, you know, because uh -huh. uh, the other day she was having a hard time getting up in the bus to go for their ride or whatever, uh -huh. and uh, her knees almost gave out on her, so I told her that the exercise she needed to do in order to strengthen herself, because she's going to start, she's driving, she's starting to drive uh -huh. again, you know, it's like, hey, you got to drive, you got to get out of the car. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I said, I can't come around and pick you up, carry you in, so, yeah. And I did talk to Matt. He's, He's okay. made it to Alabama. Oh, okay. good, good. Shirley's um, doing okay? Shirley's doing okay. He was at his son's house visiting with him. Okay. So. Good, good, good. Where did he go with Memphis? Yeah, he flew, he flew to New Mexico uh -huh. to drive Shirley home to Alabama. Shirley's car's there. Mm. And so he flew to New Mexico and then drove Shirley to Alabama because okay. she's got to see doctors there mm -hmm. and get some okay. appointments yeah. and stuff. And um, when's he coming home? Um, I believe he'll be home. Um, I, well, I believe he'll be back to church, not this Sunday, but next Sunday. Oh, okay, yeah. So I was going to say, take some time. Yeah. He needs to visit with mom and everything else, mm -hmm. you know. Oh yeah, that's the whole reason why we have multiple pastors. He's gonna yeah, fly. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna <laughs> fly back from there. Yeah, but I mean, it, visit family, everything you can do in one, mm -hmm. you know, one spot. Just, yeah. Any other prayers on there? He's probably gonna. And don't the, forget Orlando and Jackie yeah. for her uh, diabetes too. Yeah. Um. Uh. Do 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 do. Mom said, "Awesome, Jacob." The words to your song. Amen. Um, uh, she said, we all need prayers. Uh, Jackie said, keep Orlando in prayer. His surgery is Monday. Yeah. Monday, Monday, Monday. Mm -hmm. ba -da, ba -da -da. <laughs> okay. Monday, Monday. Mama's in the papa's Mama's yeah. in the papa's, I was going to say, yeah. I remember those. Can't trust that day. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, that one went over my head at that point. I'm a little too young for that one. Okay. That's Monday. Every other day, every other day of the week is fun. Yeah. I just, I just heard that song. It used to be my brother's favorite song. But whenever Monday comes, you'll find me How's crying that? all of the How's time. Laura? Monday, she's, she's Monday. Right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, that rings so uh, true with me because I don't like. You don't like Mondays. Mondays are harsh, Monday, man. Monday. <laughs> you got it. Of course. Nice. <laughs> Thought I'd miss right. it. I don't know. I'm half blind now because I love my okay, classes in Iowa. <laughs> totally. Got it as best as I can. That's all we can ask. It's okay. He'll remind me. <laughs> all right. Yeah. All right. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you and praise you for all your blessings, Lord. And thank you for this word that you gave us, Lord. Just help us to continue to work with you, Lord, and just to have you go before us, Lord, and us to follow right behind and not stray from your path, Lord. Just keep us safe and focused on you, Lord. Lord, uh, we ask your hand over Mary's clan, Lord. Uh, she has... Multiple people, I believe, um, her Aunt Mary, she wanted to pray for, Lord, having surgery tomorrow, Lord. Just, uh, Lord, have your hand over her and have your hand over the doctors, Lord. Just, Lord, give every single doctor the knowledge of what they need to do, Lord. You put these people into a position for a reason, Lord. And so we just ask that you would guide their hands, Lord, and just help them to take out and put in what they need, Father, and just... Have everything just go according to your will, Lord. And Lord, help her to make a quick recovery. and Just uh, have your hands over her, Lord. Lord, we also ask your hand over um, Leah. I know she's not here, Lord, and she must not be feeling too great. So we ask your hand over her, Lord. Just help her to feel better, Lord. And Lord, give her another good day, Lord, so that she would just be able to have that excitement like she did, Lord, and to be here and just fellowship like she wants to, Lord. So help her to have that father and just strengthen her, Lord. We ask your hand over Roger and Lord, just have your blessings upon him as well, Lord. Just be with him and keep him safe, Lord. Have your hand over his finances and we ask that your blessings would be upon him in that area, Lord. Just your will be done, Lord. Lord, we also thank you for Matt getting to Alabama safely, Lord. Just, uh, have him have a good time out there and to fellowship with his family, Lord. Just just shine your light ever so brightly, Lord, that everyone around him, not just his family, but all those that he speaks to, whether in a gas station or just on the street, Lord, we ask that he would just shine his light so brightly, Lord. Um, just have him help him to have a good time, Lord. Lord, we ask your hand over... Um, Grandma and Rhonda and the entire family over there, Lord, just be with every single one of them, Lord. Have your hand over them, and you know what's going on, Lord, in that household. So we just ask that you would have your hand over the entire household, Lord. Be with every single one of them and shine your light to every single one of them, Lord. Whatever may be going on, Lord, you, you know, Lord. You know the hearts and minds, Lord. So we just ask that you would straighten it all out, Lord. And Lord, we also ask your hand over. Oh, my mind. oh, Angie, she's not here, Lord. Um, be with her, Lord. Just 
continue to speak to her, speak through her, Lord, and give her peace and a comfort all the days of her life, Lord, that she would, every time she's speaking with you or just in your presence, Lord, that you would just give her such a peace over everything, Lord. Whatever may be going on, Lord, that you would just give her a peace and a comfort, Lord. And Lord, we also ask that you would be over Orlando and Jackie, Lord. Orlando has a surgery coming up on Monday, Lord. And we just ask that it would go favorably, Lord, that you would shine your favor upon him and just help everything go smoothly, Lord, and that he would just be in and out, Lord, that it wouldn't even, the real blessing would be that he wouldn't even need the surgery because it's not there no more, Lord, and that it just went away, that you took it out, Father. But Lord, uh, we just ask that you would relieve any pain he's in and that you would also have your hand over Jackie, Lord, and um, her health as well, Lord, just uh, Lord, be with her and heal her body, Lord, just help her to Help her to be healthy again, Lord. Same with Orlando, Lord. Help them both to be healthy again and to be able to do the things that you call them to do and that you just strengthen their bodies ever so much, Father. And we ask all these things in your name, Father. And um, the last thing I wanted to ask for was for Memo, Lord. And the doctors couldn't find anything, but you know what's going on, Lord. And so we ask that you would straighten it out and just fix whatever whatever's going on, Lord, that you would just heal it and that it wouldn't come up again, Lord. Just have your hand over it, but Lord, your will be done. We ask these things over everyone, Lord. And is there anyone else I'm missing? I want to add a couple, Lord. I just want to lift up Nick's test, Lord, and just pray, Lord, that you just help him with it, help him with the day, Lord, and help him with the, um, the studies, Lord, and um, give him a confidence, Lord, help him to have a peace about it, Lord, and just wash it over him, Lord, and let it go easily, Lord. Um, continue to pray for Mary Jane, Lord, and her headaches, Lord. And Lord, just pray that um, um, that you would rid her of those, Lord, that you would take those away from her, Lord, and that they would never return, Lord. Um, and we also lift up Jacob, Lord, and, and pray um, pray for his remodeling, Lord, that it goes easily, Lord, and um, take out, take any anxiety or worry or stress, anything, Lord, just help it to go, to go quickly and smoothly, Lord, and, and without complications, Lord. Um, we, just, we just thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.